Hello, hello, and welcome to In the Meantime with Moria. I am your host, Moria Hall. And on today's episode, I have with me former gym owner, trainer, award-winning bodybuilder, and most importantly, my father, Maurice Hall Sr. Hi, good to be here. What inspired you to start your fitness journey? Being overweight, first you're going to do, you're going to lose the weight. And then when you lose the weight, you become like skinny fat what we call it in the industry so now i needed to put on muscles so to do that i had to go in the gym and it was only then when i went into the gym and started lifting weights and see how good it felt and how strong i felt i was kind of hooked from then and i started continuing lifting weights and progressing ever since so what are some challenges you faced as a gym owner well the main challenge I faced was the fact that to operate a facility, you need space, a lot of space. The equipment is expensive and you need electricity. Where I live in the Bahamas, the power bill is usually higher than the rent. So that was a challenge, being able to keep the power on in the place. During the winter time, it's not so bad, but during the summer, you can imagine how hot it gets and you have to keep the AC running. So I understand that with you owning a gym, you eventually became a gym trainer and with that you trained regular citizens of the Bahamas as well as those who were entering bodybuilding competitions. At some point you decided yourself to become a bodybuilder and I was wondering how was your transition from that? Well first off I'm in there all the time. I was with like from five in the morning until nine at night. So I see an array of people coming in and out and for the most part there are several people that were coming that I had no clue as to what to do where to start. So I was out by assisting them giving them instructions and I'm gonna do this and that. So I figured hey why not get certified. So I became certified and I was a gym instructor I was a gym trainer uh, folks saying that they want to become involved in competition so I started training them for competition prep and they were successful in that and went on to win quite a bit of their shows and me not transitioning into that I was a judge for a good probably 15 years or so but I never competed and normally at the end of the show the contestants or the athletes would come to the judges and say hey well, what can I do to be better so I was critiquing this particular person I said hey listen you need to do this your stage presentation is off you seem too nervous up there you didn't do this right routine was not correct and the guy had the gall to tell me well listen I mean yeah you're saying that because you've never been on the stage you don't know what it's like to compete you just sit there and judge people and I took offense to it. So I said, hey, listen, I'll show you. And I then started to train to compete in my first competition. I'm glad you mentioned you training for your first competition because what I think is remarkable is the fact that you decided to go into bodybuilding at age 50. Were there any insecurities you had going into it, being that you're 50 years old when you started? Yeah, there were a few insecurities. <laughs> Number one, my age. You should have seen my first show. I was the only guy on stage with gray hair. <laughs> nice body, man. <laughs> but I had great years so that was kind of like a setback and the open class while there is a weight distinction going up a guy's half your age that was kind of a challenge for me but like I said before I was training since I was way 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 younger so I've been training all the time consistently so I had a pretty good tight package I won my division by the way I didn't win the overall but I did win my division 
Oh, wow. Way to go. Way to go. Thank you. So speaking of insecurities, you said age was one of them and you seem pretty confident in your body. What were your thoughts of steroids and the use of it? Everybody seems to be doing it now from a guy who's riding a bike to, to people who are swimming because it is an enhancer and kind of like speeds of time. So the work that you would have to put in for 25 years taking steroids would probably get you that done in probably two or three years. And like I said, I was training from young, so I, I've already put in the time. I did the research on it. Of course, it was, you know, it piqued my interest. So I did the research on it and I figured that out. I said, wow, it just speeds up the time, but I've already put in the time. I already have the time. I already have the physique. So I didn't need to do anything to get more time because I already had it. Right. It really wasn't necessary for me, but I could understand why people would do it. It's a very competitive feel out there. And, uh, and you work hard for 16 weeks sometimes out and to get up there and to be marked down because you didn't quite make the mark is, you know, kind of disappointing. So people resort to that type of enhancement to give them a, an edge, so to speak, on the stage. Can you tell us the problem? process of what it's like preparing for a bodybuilding show like the meals the the workout routine because you said you started from young but when you decided to bodybuild did you start a year out with training six months eight months stuff like that for my training i started out at basically six months and that's the heavy training for six months you mentioned meals when you start training the terminology of breakfast lunch and dinner goes out the window everything now becomes meal one meal two meal three and up to meal six breakfast is usually a Oatmeal, egg whites, sometimes even steak and eggs. Lunch or the second and third meals is usually chicken, more chicken, jasmine rice, chicken again. You may want to spice it up with some ground beef here and there, but it's mostly chicken, ground beef, and occasionally steak, depending on your body type. And that's what you do going in. And when you get like about 16 weeks out, you just curb that three times a day, uh, mostly cardio. Wow. And then you do weight training. And yeah, yeah, it's basically your life. I, I don't see you being able to do it unless you have a support mechanism, which fortunately I had since my kids were all grown and out. It was just me and my wife and she was on board with me. So she mostly prepared most of my meals and made sure that I do the training that I was supposed to do even when I didn't want to do it. That was an advantage for me there. So what was your workout routine like? Bicep curls? I don't know that much about <laughs> working out. For those who do know about like working out and stuff. The workout routines are basically like split. The body has several different parts that we work. The basic routine would be biceps and triceps on one day. You do back one day, then you do legs, which is most important. And, and then you do chest and shoulders. Or some people would go with back and biceps, chest and triceps, shoulders, quads, which would be the front of the thighs and then the hamstrings, the back of the thighs and the calves. So which body part would you say was your weakest? Well, I didn't have any really weak body part, but I did have parts oh, that, wow. I didn't, that I didn't like training, which was biceps. Really? Yeah, I, I, oh, I hated doing it. As that big as your good. arms are, <laughs> that was your yeah. problem areas? Yeah. Go figure, right? Yeah, but <laughs> came from my pulling, which was my back exercises. I love doing those, and I love doing chest exercises, so my biceps and my triceps really grew from doing that. But yeah, I, I hated doing biceps. I, I just... Oh, I didn't, didn't like doing it at all. But I had to do it, so I did it. You also mentioned earlier that you were a former bodybuilding judge. What is some advice you would give to people wanting to participate in the show? You have to know that it is something that you want to do, and you have to have more than just a passion for it. You have to be able to be disciplined in it because you will have to be able to force yourself to train and stay on your diet 
even when you don't feel like it. Everybody normally uses the excuse, well, you know, I was thought about, but you know, but this happened and that happened. No, you can't be saying that. That's why my motto is you have to train not around your life, but live your life around your training. So what would you say are some misconceptions that people have about people who are all about the gym and into bodybuilding and stuff like that, that you'd want to clarify? They think when they see a muscle guy, they think he's an airhead, no, they think he's a blockhead. No, he, he, does, <laughs> he does nothing but lift weights, but, but we are actually uh, smart people uh, because bodybuilding is basically a science and it's an art form. You have to have the passion with it. My training gang is mostly professional like CBP officers, sheriff officers that I train with, pilots who fly for national airlines. The other conception for women, their thing is that, oh, I don't want to lift weights because I don't want to look like a man. And I'm like, that is the furthest thing from the truth. I mean, there's no way you're going to look like a man by lifting weights. Lifting weights actually stimulates your muscles and causes you to create shape. But since we are all humans, we are all made up of muscle tissue, whether you're male or female. And lifting weights only enhances the female muscle, as with a man, it enhances the male muscle. So it just doesn't happen that way. Yeah, no, that's something I thought of at one point. That's why I wasn't so gung-ho when it came to training. Because, I mean, if your daddy on a gym, at this point, you being overweight as his child, it's kind of like, really, that's ironic. How did you feel when some of us would gravitate towards working out and then some of us didn't? I didn't feel any, any indifference towards it. I mean, I, I love my kids no matter what, no matter what they do, and I support them in whatever they do. And if they want to come to the gym, I'll have the facility for them to use it whenever they want to. It just encourages good eating, good healthy habits, you know, like I put out there. but. As far as lifting weights, no, I mean, my son in particular, he started out, wasn't very strong. And now here he is, almost stronger than me. Almost. <laughs> almost. <laughs> stronger than me. <laughs> yeah, but he's quite impressive. He moves around quite a bit of weight, so I'm pleased with that. My daughter, my oldest daughter, she also trains as well. She has everything down back. And my youngest, well, she's coming around, so. <laughs> I'm pleased with all of them. I, I had no issues with that. All right, then. Well, that's all the time we have today. Thank you so much, Mr. Hall, a.k.a. Daddy, for stopping by. In the meantime, with Moria, stay tuned for updates of the show by following us on Instagram at INTMTWM. Basically, the acronym for In the Meantime with Moria. That again is INTMTWM. Thank you again. Okay, thanks for having me.